Hey, good morning. It's October 19th. It's Friday. I have a quote of the day from Lewis Mumford. He was an American sociologist. He was born today in 1895, and he passed away January 26th, 1990. He lived a good long life. And his quote is this, Restore human legs as a means of travel. Pedestrians rely on food for fuel and need no special parking facilities. Ha! That's smart. (laughs) And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for October 19th from Sally Brompton. Aries, certain people may be disruptive and hard to get along with today, but don't worry about it too much. Listen to what they have to say and promise to take their ideas into consideration. Then, you know what? Do what you're going to do anyway. Taurus, there are so many cosmic forces battering you at the moment that you may as well let them have their way with it. Things will improve dramatically tomorrow and even more so early next week. Better times are coming, so look forward to them. Gemini, this may be a rather tense time for you, but if you keep telling yourself that there is nothing to worry about, your belief in that opinion will make it a fact. Never underestimate the power of the mind, especially the Gemini mind. Cancer, It may seem as if the world has gone crazy, but are things really as bad as some people say? No, of course not. In fact, there are still plenty of things going on, many in your own immediate environment, that can cheer you up if you let them. Leo, everything has its time and place, and when one thing moves out of your life, another soon comes in to replace it. With that thought in mind, don't try to cling on to something that is now on its way out. It's time is over. Your time is just beginning. Virgo, no doubt you have big plans for the remainder of the year, and no doubt you have made all sorts of promises to yourself that this time you will get it right. That's great, but don't look too far ahead. Take each day as it comes. Libra, what seems such a trivial issue to you is obviously of major importance to other people, so don't try to ignore it because they simply won't let you. At least make it look as if you share their concerns, even if you couldn't care less. Scorpio, today's Mars-Mercury link warns you need to watch what you say. If you come on too strong, you could find that you spark a fight or feud that causes all sides some serious damage. You don't have to tell it like it is all the time, Scorpio. Sagittarius, If you go out of your way to help other people today, they will go out of their way to help you later on. So everybody wins. Besides which, it does your own soul good to assist a fellow human being when they can't do certain things for themselves. Capricorn, the planets indicate that if you want to stay happy, indeed if you want to stay sane, you need to go with the flow. And trust that in time, what seems to be going wrong now will set itself right. The universe has a way of balancing things out. Aquarius, why so jumpy? Why so afraid? Whatever the reason, you must get over it because in a matter of days, there will be an opportunity to move up in your job or career and to make the most of that opportunity, 
you will need to be bold. Pisces, you've never been much for routine, but you dislike it when other people change their routines and leave you high and dry. Maybe that's what you get for relying too much on friends and colleagues. Maybe you should set your own agenda. If you were born today, the influence of Mercury on your birthday this year means you will have plenty to say for yourself and most of it will be worth hearing. But you also need to make sure that you deal only in facts. Don't give your rivals a chance to make you look bad. If you are born today, you're self-expressive and animated in speech. Your memory is outstanding when it comes to the little things that you pick up from others and when it comes to the past. You are curious and possess a dual nature, sometimes chatty and rational, and other times withdrawn and moody. You are quite determined and possess resolve. With good business sense and the ability to read people well, you are likely to enjoy much success in life as you age. You have the rare gift of the capacity to be assertive and charming at the same time. You're creative and personable. Famous people born today are Evander Holyfield, John Lithgow, John LeCar, Robert Reed, Jason Reitman, Desmond Harrington. Happy birthday, Libra. Today in Rock, October 19th, 1958, Brenda Lee records Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. The song will be released as a single in 1958, but will fail to chart. When it was re-released in 1960, it rose to number 14 and has since become a Christmas standard, being ranked at number 4 in the top 10 all-time Christmas songs. 1963, a tour of the UK dubbed The Greatest Record Show kicks off at London's Finsbury Park, Astoria. The lineup featured Leslie Gore, Brooke Benton, Dion, Timmy Euro, and newcomer Trini Lopez, who currently had the number three record in the U.S. with If I Had a Hammer. In 1966, the Yardbirds arrived in New York for their first U.S. tour with Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page on lead guitars. After two shows, Beck developed acute tonsillitis and quit the group. He would go on to form the Jeff Beck Group that gave Rod Stewart his first major exposure. In 1967, Jose Feliciano records his version of Light My Fire, which will reach number three in the U.S. in 1968. And the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was the number two album in the U.K. Holding down the top spot was a soundtrack to The Sound of Music. 1968, 18-year-old Peter Frampton met Steve Marriott at a Small Faces show in London. After striking up a friendship, the two start planning a new group, which will emerge as Humble Pie next April. 1970, the film Ned Kelly, starring Mick Jagger in the lead role, is released and the critics wasted no time in telling Mick he should stick to singing. One reviewer wrote, He looks about as lethal as last week's lettuce. Predictably, the movie bombed at the box office. In 1974, Billy Preston went to the top of the U.S. singles chart with Nothing From Nothing, the singer's second and final number one. Canada's BTO 
had the number one album in the U.S. with Not Fragile. A single from the LP, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, also topped the American charts. In 1985, a group called AHA became the first Norwegian band to top the Billboard Hot 100 when Take On Me went to number one. The song would reach number two in the UK in November. In 1987, in a clear example of just how far music had sunk, an American rock critic calls Public Enemy's aptly titled rap effort Bring the Noise as merely the greatest piece of rock and roll released in 1987. The single is made up of melody-less, melody-less rapping over sampled tracks by James Brown, Funkadelic, Marvo, Whitney, the Beastie Boys, and others. For a record given such high praise, it failed to crack the U.S. Top 40 and only reached number 56 on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop chart. In 1994, during a Pink Floyd show at London's Earl's Court, section of the seating collapsed with over 1,000 fans escaping serious injuries. 1997, Glenn Buxton, the original lead singer for Alice Cooper, died of natural causes as at the age of 49. 2005, a UK company called Prudential announced the results of a survey which claimed that the average person will spend about 21,000 pounds which is $42,000 on music during their lifetime. The amount included money spent on recordings, playback equipment, and concerts. Music enthusiasts were likely to spend more than double the average. In 2006, Rod Stewart's CD, Still the Same Great Rock Classics of Our Time, entered the Billboard Hot 200 album chart at, you guessed it, number one. In 2007, the ninth wave of pre-litigation letters were sent by the RIAA to administrators at 19 universities as federal lawmakers continued to examine the state of copyright theft on college campuses nationwide. 2010, Elton John described today's songwriters as pretty awful, pop music as uninspiring, and talent shows like American Idol as boring in an interview with Britain's Radio Times magazine. In 2011, at the involuntary manslaughter trial of Dr. Conrad Murray, Dr. Stephen Schaefer would testify that it would have been impossible for Michael Jackson to have self-administered a lethal dose of the sedative propofol. He later said of Dr. Murray's delay in calling 911, I almost don't know what to say that is so completely and utterly inexcusable. 73-year-old Etta James announced her decision to retire following the release of her latest album, The Dreamer. As well as her 1961 R&B smash, At Last, James also placed nine songs on the Billboard Top 40 pop chart between 1960 and 68. In 2016, Chess Records co-founder Phil Chess passed away at his home in Arizona at the age of 95. He and his brother Leonard were responsible for releasing early hits by Willie Dixon, Howling Wolf, Bo Diddley, Sonny Boy Williamson, John Lee Hooker, Elmore James, as well as Chuck Berry, Muddy Waters, Bo Diddley, and Etta James. And in 2017, singer and actress Della Reese passed away at the age of 86, and she had begun her career 
by scoring three Billboard Top 20 hits in the late 1950s, which includes the number two hit, Don't You Know? This is your day in rock. I told my son, remember, marriage is an institution of three rings, engagement ring, wedding ring, and suffering. Okay, so I'm in a couple bands, one band, a classic rock band, been together maybe seven years almost, and just got off the phone with the guy who does most of the booking, who's the drummer. He kind of started the band. Okay. So he books this gig at this bar that we've never been to before in June. And the deal is, well, you know, we don't really pay bands. We let them, you know, play for tips. And we're going to have a party that night. We're going to have our Halloween party that night. And it's going to be a big night, so, you know, it'll be good tips. So, you know, sounds like, all right, you know, might be a reasonable booking. It's not ideal, but, you know, because we don't know the bar, but, you know, we'll take the risk because it's fun. It's Halloween, yada, yada. So today he's like, oh, I just found out from the owner that they're going to do a cover charge of $5 per person and give people wristbands and that we can't play for, we're not going to be playing for tips or we can't play for tips and that, you know, it's not going to be their Halloween party. They're going to have that the weekend before. And we're like, whoa. And we have a six-piece band, so... We need 60 people to be there in order to get minimum pay of $300. Which we have no idea how this bar is because we've never been there before. We don't know exactly how many people they get on a normal Saturday night. And this aggravates me to no end. Cover charge? That should have gone out with the 80s. You know, paying a cover charge to see a band. You're basically saying to the patrons, we want you to come in here, we want you to pay for the alcohol, and we want you to pay for the entertainment. We're just going to be here to make money off of you. We're not going to do anything for you whatsoever. And to the bands, you know, basically they're saying, we're going to let you play on our stage in our area. But we're not going to do a squat for you. We're going to make money off the people you bring in, but we're not going to pay you, so we're at no risk here. And I really feel that this kind of mentality towards musicians is what has pervaded and ruined live music. It's really a turn off when you're in a band because you're not valued. Basically, the establishment is putting out the position that, you know, you're on your own and you're not of much value to them. That's why they're not paying you directly. 
Or, you know, maybe this is a, and again, this could be a venue that's not just, just not making a lot of money, but either way, why should I be in the position of a fundraiser for the bar instead of leaving knowing that I've been paid too? So I was very aggravated about this. I know that people who are in bands get aggravated with these situations And I said to the guy who does the booking, I said, really, we need to steer away from this at this point in the game. We've been doing this too long. If they are not going to pay us directly, we should not even bother with the venue at all. And that's how I feel. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you know, she's like, we're having bands now, but then we'll take a break, you know, during the winter Because, you know, we don't get that many people. And I'm like, take a break? Why take a break? You don't pay the bands. You can have a band in all the time. It doesn't cost you shit. You're making money off of anybody that the band brings in. So why would you be, quote, unquote, taking a break? There's there's no need to take a break. This is a win-win for you every time. People are so freaking weird. The way that they have a perspective on this stuff. All right, that's it. That's my big complaint. Otherwise, it's a happy, happy Friday. Um, Peace, love, and rock and roll. I think I have to go see the Lady Gaga movie. I'm not really into it. I really... I'm going to put it out there. I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan. I'm not. Maybe it's because I'm another female performer and there's that competitive thing going on. I guess guess, which is crazy because I'm not in that arena. But the other thing is I really could never get over the performance that I saw on TV. We were seeing something, some kind of best of performance, and she basically vomited on the stage. And that's not rock to me. That's that's more like the Madonna You know, we're doing spectacle up here. We're doing spectacle. And yeah, she might be a really good singer, but I don't like so much spectacle in the performance. I really like the craft of music, and I really like, you know, the talent of the performers, what they can do, what they bring to it. They bring their spirit, their soul, and all that other stuff, that extraneous stuff that they put on stage is just whatever to me. I just, I don't care for it. I would 3,000 times rather go see Brad Paisley. Now there's somebody who's used technology and it's so funny what he does and he like puts up these clips and stuff and the music tells a story and that is so cool what he's done. But like, This other stuff, I I can't get there. I cannot get there. So anyway, but my husband can get there and he really likes Lady Gaga, you know, as many guys do. So I guess I'm going to have to endure this movie. So hopefully I will survive and maybe I'll tell you how I felt about it. But I'm very partial to Barbara Streisand as well. So I'm probably not going to be like, Oh, Lady Gaga wiped out Barbara Streisand. I'm never going to feel like that. Anyway, that be it. Happy Friday. Bye.